Welcome to the C3 Church Watson podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. So uh, one of the things I've felt after having been at these sorts of events for probably 15 plus years is there's been a little bit of a lack of scientific rigor in them. Uh, and uh, so I'm just going to use the next 10 minutes to present the results of a decade-long study I've been engaged in, and uh, the title of it is The Relationship Equation. I feel that you could all do with a little bit more maths in your relationships. Uh, they seem mysterious, relationships. Friendships especially is what I want to hone in on. Uh, and unfortunately, the reality and the research shows uh, that you are very likely sitting next to somebody who has no friends. So just, just take the next 10 seconds to turn to them and look at them in a pitiful sort of way. Uh, Australian research by the uh, Movember group has discovered uh, that a quarter of all men aged 30 to 65 say they have no close relationships with other guys. Uh, and although the stats also tell us that we're not, uh, that marriages are under more pressure than ever before, one of, the, one of the things that people are suggesting is that guys are getting slightly better at marriages and worse at friendships. Isn't that, isn't that fascinating? Uh, the st- similar studies in the UK uh, point that, you know, over half of men uh, have li- few or no uh, key relationships and friendships. And what I've found often is uh, that um, we, we take on board a lot of the things that are shared in these sorts of sessions, but then I think some of us go outside thinking, who is that person in my world? Where on earth do I find one of those guys to share life with, one of those people who might become a mentor or somebody that I could build a relationship with? And I think that one of the challenges is that we are laboring under some strange ideas about friendships. And this is, this is a part of this longitudinal study I've been engaged in uh, that I feel incredibly, uh, you know, uh, well prepared for. Uh, and uh, my impeccable background of an arts degree with a paused long-term uh, law component to that degree makes me well placed to bring some technical scientific information to you. And uh, there's this thing I want to unpack in a moment called that I, I call the relationship equation because I think we've got this idea that relationships are some combination of fairy dust and unicorn tears. Uh, and uh, they just happen when the, when the chemistry is right and when the space is right. And so many people are laboring under the ideas of those friendships that were. Remember that wonderful season of your life when friendships just happened? It's probably high school or university days when you had no responsibilities all the time in the world and spent all day every day with the same groups of people. And what happens, I'm discovering, is people in their, further on in their lives wake up and suddenly realize that they have no friends. They've been immersed maybe in getting a career going, in, in starting a family and uh, figuring out how to make a marriage work. And they come up for air at some point in time. And this is in the church, outside it. And, and they start to look around their world and think, what's going on? It's not quite working how I wanted it to. I'm not as invincible as I felt maybe in my 20s. Uh, I don't have quite as many possibilities open to me anymore. And people start, and I've, I've seen this time and time again, and it's why I wanted to share this in this couple of moments we've got together today, is that I see too many guys trying to shift all these things in their worlds, take themselves out of context. Well, I better move churches because the people here aren't friendly enough. 
well, I'm going to shift my kids out of that school because we're not, there, you know, we're not making any connections with people, or, or I'm going to, you know, relocate work-wise, or even move cities. And ultimately, I think what it boils down to is that people are laboring under these strange ideas about what friendships are and where they come from. We know we need them, we all want them, but I don't think we're as good as we think we are at finding them or making them. That's why the guy next to you is desperately lonely. And you probably should shuffle a little bit further away from you before he starts up an awkward conversation. So now it's not just me. It's all these studies are saying, telling me that you are rubbish at relationships. Uh, And this is what the Bible says about... No, sorry. That's a bit too harsh. Uh, This is what... This is, this is some amazing scriptures in Proverbs about friendships. And uh, I'm just going to read two, uh, two passages out of the New Living Translation. Then we're going to throw up on the screens a couple of sort of expanded uh, sort of ideas of these from a commentary. And the first is in Proverbs 18.24. It says, There are friends, quote unquote, who destroy each other, but a real fan, friend sticks closer than a brother. And I love, uh, h- how about this sort of expanded? It's not quite from the message I thought it was, uh, but uh, it's from a sort of a commentary version. And how, how potent is this? How many good friends do you have? The answer tells how friendly you are. You have a very close friend. They're more special than a brother. But friendliness is a two-way street. And if you are lacking in friends, and just turn to the guy next to you and make sure he hears this bit, it's your fault. Exactly. Suck it up, princess. Uh, Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. How about this version? Are you a fair weather friend? Are your friends only around when the going is good? A true friend loves at all times and a close friend is a gift for hard times. Superficiality is a waste of time. You need to find and be a true friend. Some great challenges there, but how on earth do you find or be a good friend? Where are these mysterious creatures called friends that most guys are looking for, but few are finding and even fewer are succeeding at being? And this is where my uh, decade-long study has come uh, to fruition for you all. So I'm going to save you uh, a lot of uh, time and pain. You see, about 10 years ago, I realized that I was boring Uh, and... My life was shrinking, and most of the people I knew uh, were the people I worked with or went to church with. Sadly for me, those were the same people, uh, because that's my one context. And all of a sudden, I realized that, that I had a great group of friends, but it was actually pretty limited and pretty closed. And, uh, and there's some all right guys in that bunch, but none of them I really wanted to you know, track long term with over the next 20, 30 years. No, that's, that's a joke. You guys missed that. Some great guys there. But, but I got interested one day in, in thinking about this and going, well, how do I, how do I make new friends? Because it's not something I've had to do for a while. I mean, if you're, if you're in this room, you're probably actually ahead of the curve on a lot of those statistics because you're in a sense of community like Jude touched on, and that is so, so strong, so powerful. The problem is community costs something. There's a price to pay for community. You've got to open things up. You've got to be vulnerable, all sorts of things. That's a whole other message. But I realized 10 years ago that uh, I kind of probably needed to broaden my friendship circles. And I sat down and thought, how on earth do I do this? 
And uh, so I just thought I'd start from scratch and figure out how this works. And it helps me come up with this thing called the relationship equation. I'm going to put it up on the, on the screens here for you. And uh, either write this down in your notes or, you know, carve it into your arm because you probably didn't bring uh, pen and paper because uh, you're a male. Uh, but, but here it is. R equals T multiplied by CP in brackets. Now, if you're like me and you've been spending a lot of time in year seven maths at the moment with your new high school uh, son, uh, then. Uh, you know you've got to follow the order of operations and the CP's got to be multiplied. Yeah, anyway, um, so this is a powerful equation that will really, really help and bless you. R equals, any guesses? Relationship. Yeah, T equals time. You guys are on it. And CP, common purpose or points in, or, or you know, common points of interest. Yeah, some, someone stole my notes. Uh, so time multiplied by common purpose. You see, one of the things that I realized is the reason you had so many friends uh, in high school, even if you didn't, you probably had more than you do now, is that you were just with them every day. It wasn't unicorn tears or magical fairy dust. You were just around them all the time. In fact, you had very little choice about that. You were just, you, the thing you had that weighed heavily in this equation for you was time. Maybe not always common purpose as much. But I think it's actually as simple as this. You see, what I did 10 years ago was uh, got chatting to a guy who owned a shop I went into reasonably often. It was a coffee shop. And just got chatting to him and uh, thought, oh, he's an actually reasonable bloke. He owned the place. And uh, then it was, I needed to choose, you know, a coffee shop to go to locally. So I started going there a fair amount. And then we got talking and one day I bumped into his wife who was nearby and then I got to meet his kids. And then sooner or later, I did the big bold step. It was in a weird way. It was almost like dating, right? I had to work up the courage to say, hey, do you want to, you know, hang out sometime? (laughs) I haven't got time to tell the whole story, but I've discovered 10 years later, it was actually possible to make a friendship out of literally nothing purely by adding those parts of the equation putting time into it and finding points of common interest. Not finding my exact doppelganger who's interested in everything that I am passionate about, but actually just finding some points of connection that we can uh, lean into over time and actually investing the time going, oh, you know what, I probably, we haven't seen each other for a while, I will send that text message, you know, it's, it's, it's been a long time since we've, you know, hung out or done anything, I'll actually make that effort instead of always waiting for someone else to do it. Uh, or hoping it'll just magically happen. So can I encourage you guys, is a lot of lonely fellas in this room, and you might be one of them, and you might be sitting there thinking, well, where is this friend who's going to be closer than that brother who's going to go the distance with me? I can't promise it'll happen tomorrow. Don't go looking for that amazing accountability you know, person who's just ready and waiting. But if you put some time into it, if you've got a decade or two to spare, I actually think you can make good friends who will help you on the journey. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.